You take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from Power Ranger Pit Warriors to hardcore acapella with breakdowns. My name is Phil. With me is Frank. Yo. Mike. Yo. And in fucking studio, the one, the only, Sam. I was just applauding myself. I know I didn't have to say that, but, you know, for the sake of brevity. We, uh, we don't get to do this often, so no. it's real cool. Uh, and I apologize to everyone that I sound like I choked on a thousand cocks. I did. <laughs> so there's your answer. <laughs> uh, well, he's well, you, rich. Well, you were, you were telling us about how you uh, quote unquote make your money before the recording. So. Yeah, man. At 375 a pop, thousand cocks. Mm -hmm. I'm set for a while. <laughs> like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of. That's a lot of slightly damp Lucy's you could buy with that. Yeah, there you go. If you don't know what a Lucy is, it's why Urban Dictionary exists. Don't, Who doesn't don't, know what a Lucy is? You know what? It's. Did you ever see that Chappelle show episode where they're like, what the the I know black people segment where he's like, what is a Lucy? And half the people didn't know what it was. That's uh, horrifying. It is a little oh. bit. All right. We have a fucking mammoth show to get to tonight. So yeah, buddy. Why don't uh or when we have our boy Mike here, ooh, start us off, sweet cheeks. My bring-ins, your picks. Mm, my picks, your picks. Don't look at them. All right, first up, Tom Plate.
Woo! I can't believe you beat me. I I would have sworn that I had brought them in before. Are they on your list? I hadn't. Um, I had looked into them. I discovered them uh, when I was looking into the Japanese <laughs> hardcore scene because of Sand. I was like, what the fuck yeah. do they do over there? And I was like, oh, these are the bands they're playing with. And Palm was one of them. Yeah, I, I stumbled across a conversation about some recommendations, and someone recommended Palm, and every comment under it was just like, fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. And, and yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that, that started off a little, uh, I don't know if they like the, the riff in the very beginning there. It was a little Mastodon-esque. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe I'm. You know, am I crazy? I, I think so, but maybe not in this case. I, it's yeah okay. I, I mean, <laughs> Frank's like <laughs> Mike's like ah fucking I'll give it to him. It's whatever, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I really liked it. It reminded me of like Ritual Blade and stuff like that. So kind of DB, kind of blackened, definitely mm-hmm. hardcore, thrashy a little. So <laughs> that was off of To Live Is to Die, and To Die Is to Live. You can find that at evp-recordings.bandcamp.com Did you mention what the name of that track was? The name of the track is Burn the Silence. There you go. And as Phil said, they are from Japan. That was released in 2018. Delicious. Very nice. Very nice. Next up, mm, Mm. this is another one found on, you know, conversation. A band by the name of Gloom and the album will be Dog God, D-O-G-G-O-D. Didn't Behemoth release some fucking song a while ago called Dog Equals God or something? Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's uh, so, let's listen to Cosmic Devourer. I like that a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
It's catchy as shit. For yeah, I mean, for what is basically black and death grind, there, there's a lot of drive and a lot of catch to it. This whole album is incredible. Um, I'm kind of surprised it was released in 2016. I'm hoping, hoping something else is either out and I didn't find it or something's coming out. Mm. But um, go on over to gloomdeathmetal.bandcamp.com and check it out. They are from Spain. Mm. So for my my annual in-studio bring-ins of the year, mm. and I only get to do a couple of these every year. Yeah. So I'm going to make the most of them. And uh, I really like this Greek black metal band, in case anyone hasn't really heard of them. I really like this Greek black metal band called Verathrin. And uh, I also happen to really like this uh, uh, couple of the early works of this early Finnish melodic death metal band called Amorphous. And those two loves uh, combined are what made me appreciate my following bring-in which is a band called Asphodelus off of their album Stygian Dreams. The track is called The Hourglass Infernal. Tom? Tasty. Yeah. Yeah, that was really starting to pull me in. Yeah. I there are times where I do feel genuinely ashamed that we have to cut some of these off when they do, because that gets so much better. It really does. And I mean, the rest of you listening out there, I hope you we got some half chubs going because you know, once you go find this track and you listen to the rest of the song, it's gonna be well, I mean, sometimes <laughs> that tease is the best thing. Because yeah. now I really want to go home and listen to it. Yeah, so Asphodelus off of their album from February of this year called Stygian Dreams. Uh, you know, I suppose sonically they have a lot more in common with Verathrin. Like if anyone out there is familiar with Verathrin and if you've heard like, you know, His Majesty at the Swamp and all their classic stuff, you you know that they share, you know, quite a few tropes with one another. 
You know, and I some people consider that a problem. I don't, as long as it's done well. And this is this is this is like gothic metal done properly. Like the use of keyboards adds to the music. I I feel anyway. It's you ever notice for the longest time bands had a hard time doing that. Bands had a, like especially in metal bands had a really hard time integrating keyboards into their sounds. There's a there's a lot of history of bands failing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. fucking miserably <laughs> at doing so. So to to hear people people finally being like, you know, oh that's that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah. It's nice to hear. So you can um you can actually head over to uh terrorfromhellrecords.bandcamp.com and hit up the hit up their hit up their bandcamp there and find Asphodelus, which is spelled A S P H O D E L U S. And the album is called Stygian Dreams. And it is just as dark and gloomy and creepy as you might think it is. Oh, fucking telemarketers. Um, all right. So that's my that's my first annual bring-in mm-hmm. here in the studio for From the Pit. Are we ready for number two? Give well, you I, number two. Yeah, I mean, your mouth is open, so I'm assuming so. It yeah. is a dumping ground. <laughs> it <laughs> is, yeah. This Whatever. has been established. We, we have long since decided that Frank really just is not good for anything else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got one I've kind of been holding off on for a while. I don't really know why because it's kind of – it's one of those bands that's kind of been – ever since I heard them, they've kind of been like scratching at the back of my mind like, you know, bring us in, bring us in, bring us in. So we're – stop looking at my phone. <laughs> bitch <laughs> You'll stop looking at all my porn so we're gonna <laughs> you got some real late night treats on there <laughs> I got something neat you can eat we'll talk about that later uh, yeah so we're gonna take a listen to a band called Muzmahu off of their album Reign of the Odious this is called Slaughter of the Seraphim and you are about to get fucked up Tom
Don't you just wish that could have kept going? I yeah. love when the drums on anything remind me of riding downhill on a really rough road on a skateboard. Just like <laughs> 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 down the down like a backcountry gravel yeah, gravel man. road. <laughs> so again, that was a band called Muzmahu. Apologies if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Off of their 2019 album, Reign of the Odious, which uh, honestly, now that I've been listening to it again, it's it's been a while. But now that I'm going back to it, I'm realizing, wow, this is actually one of the best releases of 2019 so far. <sighs> so, uh, Mike, Mike, the sheer look of enthusiasm, just glee, the childlike glee on Michael's face or right, Mike's face yeah, right now. If it's anything, just, you amazing. should be real, real happy because I'm, I'm like, man, I know I heard this before. I'm like, mm-hmm, next, that's going to break. Wait, nah, I got to check. <laughs> that's okay. We, Yeah, we covered this in April. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. did we? No, I'm not trying to blow, blow it up. It's just, it's like, that stuck with me. You actually picked the same song, too. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> That's happened quite a few times. We, yeah, we've we, done where that. Where one of us will repeat the other and we pick the same fucking song. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember, I think I think it was Frank who brought in Necrot twice. Mm. No, uh, well, I brought in Necrot and then you brought in Necrot. Did I? Yeah. I copied Phil and Phil copied me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's happened so many goddamn times at this point. Yeah, I remember I brought in Fourth Crusade like four months ago. And I almost tried bringing that in. Like yeah, you, you, tried, you tried bringing it in two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. I forget which band it was, but I brought a band in, and the next week you then <laughs> go to put them up. I'm like, wait, what? We cover so much shit. Yeah, it this is. is it, it's impossible to, to keep track. It really yeah. is. So I guess you could reduce my bring in today to a casual single. No, just a super enthusiastic double bring in. <sighs> and I mean, yeah, it's for listeners. I'm sure it's equally as fucking overwhelming. Mm. Um, so sometimes I don't. I don't think it's always a bad thing when uh, something pops back up again. It might be a reminder. Of yeah. like, oh shit! I meant to check this out. Something we're doing that, post, we're doing for the second time, and that's I don't care. <laughs> that or uh, that or they're sitting there listening to this right now, like, no, we're not fucking tools. No, <laughs> 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 oh, well, no. maybe, but what you could do <clears throat> instead of listening to Frank's bullshit is just go to <laughs> mis- just go to mysticismproductions.bandcamp.com <laughs> and look up Muzmahu's Reign of the Odious. Mm. And that technically brings to a conclusion my casual single of the year. Then, then we are going to my pick. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just going with casual single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you in the least bit. Yeah, uh, God, we have just an impossible <clears throat> amount of shit to talk about. So, I, I as well am bringing in some black metal coming from from uh, Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, a band by the name of I think it's Clude. Let me see. K L U D D E. I have no idea. Exactly. Cluddy. Cluddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I read it. God damn it. <laughs> um so we're gonna ooh, this this is Kid where it gets Cluddy. rough is because this is not uh none of this is in English, so I have to then try to pronounce <laughs> this. Dude, how much shit have all of us brought in that wasn't um, in English? Here's does it pro- even does it even matter anymore? Well the album is in De Quelm, which that's that's fine. But in the, de way. Uh, <laughs> the song Why we're are you running? The the song we're gonna listen to is called uh 
Capose Capel. Yeah, Tom, just roll it. This is one of those fucking styles where, uh, and maybe it's hypocritical of me, I don't know, but I don't care how many bands do this and never bring, like, you don't, I don't need you to bring anything new to the table. If you do this and you do it well, I'm fucking happy. That's it. That's all I need. Think, you know, things don't have to be revolutionary sometimes. Sometimes they, sometimes they just need to be good. Yeah. Well, that's. So much of uh, of what we've brought in in this style, like, yeah, a lot of it sounds similar, but it's all fucking good. Yeah, I mean, there are people just be like, oh, this is all just derivative. I'm like, why is that a problem, though? Yeah, yeah, I still like it. Yeah. Um, so with uh with picking this, obviously this is hardcore this weekend, and it's like. Man, I'm in the mood for some black metal, but I need some fucking drive to go along with it, too. <laughs> yeah. And fucking Clude or Cluddy, however we're pronouncing it, they're fucking delivering. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking sweet tone, too. Uh, yeah. Like, and I, 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 I can just imagine this in like a... Like a, I, this is like the kind of band I would love to see in just like a small, like a 75-seater club. That's just like fucking dingy and dark and just filled with fucking the smell of beer and cigarettes. And ah, come through necktie. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Let me see that horseshoe. Yeah. Um, just oh, getting fucking wasted listening to this band fucking play. Watch the circle I, pit. Yeah. I know I've, uh, I'm pretty sure I've said it before, but like more and more, like I'm feeling like the whole, like the, the black melt, like the rock and roll sound, the black and roll or whatever you want to call it. Like, I feel like that's like the truest black metal. 
Yeah, yeah, I kind of like, agree with that. Uh, I mean, if you really, if you really want to take it back to the roots, if we want to go back to like Venom, like yeah, yeah. like they're they're doing it, they're I doing mean, it in the old style. Like at the very least, I mean, it's the other fork that people really left bare for such a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, to get back to Venom, like what you said, I mean, Venom were on a were like unashamedly and unabashedly influenced very very heavily by just like straight up rock and roll and mm-hmm. punk rock i was gonna say punk, punk, yeah. Yeah. they were a fucking they were just a fucking punk band with a satan aesthetic like well i mean well then then i mean you even get into like the start of what is arguably like the 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 black metal so many of us know about today which is you know bands like bathory but i mean even bat i mean go back and listen to the bathory debut you know what you're gonna hear you're gonna hear a punk album in which you can hear the beginnings of black metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's was, that's basically what the Bathory self-titled is. That's that's. I mean, early fucking early black metal was essentially just fucking crossover that was about metal, about fucking Satan. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's largely <laughs> it. By the way, like I actually didn't like the Bathory debut when I first heard it when I was about twenty-one or twenty-two. I can understand. No, that. but it's I have a long history of this, and I think I mentioned it before. Where I'll really dislike an album when I first hear it, but I'll come back to it like two years later, and it'll just instantly click with me. Like Slaughter's Strapato album is another example, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you can absolutely hear in this band, uh, cl- cl- Clippy, Clip, Clued, Clued, Clued. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, you can you can hear where that aesthetic comes from. Fuck like, yeah! So they're they're taking it back. They're bringing it back. That's a uh, fairly new. It came out May this year. Nice. Yeah. Um. And to get a hold of that, go to clued.bandcamp.com. You might right want to spell that. K L U D D E. We are now a spelling podcast. We are now a spelling podcast. By the way, have to be. You have to be with what we do. Yeah. All right. So we all know what I do on this show. Mm. Yes. And we all know Ooh. what weekend it was. Yes. Mm. Oh, this first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck it. Let's get right into this. Yeah. Tom. Lights! 
you chose the right song yeah, too. Yeah, that's a, a really that one really stuck with me when they they played that one. So much fucking energy, so much fucking fury. Yeah, just unfucking believable. They murdered it. <sighs> that set was unfucking believable. Uh, that was the track "Mind Crime" by the band Regulate off of their 2018 release "In the Promise of Another Tomorrow." That was that was one of the bands this weekend that turned out to be a surprise for me. I, I did not expect what I heard, and I was not disappointed. Yeah, man. I, I think they catch a lot of people off guard like that. Uh, just fucking wild. I, I see a career for these guys. I see a, I see a fairly long, storied career for these yeah, guys. Yeah, no question. Out. I would not be surprised if we catch these guys in another This Is Hardcore, frankly. I'm pretty sure they've played before. Really? Um, hmm. I could be wrong, but yeah, uh I mean, they've been they've been around for a little bit. I really wish Mind Force had been there again. Yeah, Cause you know, because yeah. you know how pissed I was that I didn't get any Mind Force March last year. I know, year. I know. I was very. Upset. I think at the end of that track, he said, "Because you'll regret it." I think at the show, he said, "Because I'll re- because I regret it," and it was like, "Ooh." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about uh, about this scene. Like, I love the. The, the the subjects that are approached are so fucking down the uh, earth. Yeah, they hit very close to home. Yeah. Uh, I was very angry at myself throughout large chunks of that song. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, uh, you can find Regulate at regulatehc.bandcamp.com. Go check them out. If you like some real fucking, some real crossover influence hardcore. Uh, you're going to get plenty of it there. Uh, and I've got one more. Uh, I missed this one at the fest, and I uh, was super disappointed. Um, but it's, it's good shit. Tom? You're crazy. You're fucking crazy. Oh, no. Poor people are crazy, Jack. I'm eccentric. Get the money.
They're so good. Yeah, man. Uh, that was the title track off of the release, uh, 2019 release by uh, LA-based Section Hate. That release called Winter Games. I'm gonna wish list that. I, it's, mm. Yeah, man. Uh, due to the the random complications, uh, both Friday and Sunday that I was dealing with, I missed quite a few opening acts, which uh, really fucking bums me out. There was a lot of really kill, dude. It's it, it's always fucking worth it to get there early because uh, of their opening this year. It, it, they earned it. Mm. Uh, and they're likely gonna do big things, as has been the track record of this is hardcore. Uh yeah, and yeah, man. I wish I, I I'm I'm gonna be fucking I'm gonna be clicking and refreshing until Sonny posts that fucking set on uh hate five six. Oh man, yeah. Which it uh <laughs> always drives me nuts at the fest when I see people trying to film whole sets. There's one guy standing right next to the person with the fucking super professional high def camera, and it's like, dude, they're lit, like, yeah, they're shooting this in high def multicam sound um, through the fucking board. You're fu- like, why? Why are you doing this? The only the only thing that I'm uh, because I know uh, since uh, Sonny now does the his patrons get to choose when things are released. Yeah. Now with is that going to affect that this is hardcore footage or is that going to like. I mean, he's had votes on that for years. So, okay. Yeah, now it's just, that's where the voting is. Because, um, like, I'm pretty sure, that, what is it, they, he still hasn't released the uh, the last Bane show footage? No, that's been up. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Because like, there's always jokes about it. I could be wrong. I was pretty sure it was up. I know the Philly one's up. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't really know about the list. I really just one. want the, the wisdom set to go up and everyone at this table knows exactly why mm. something pretty hilarious happened to me during that <laughs> hopefully it was caught i hope so too it, well it, it it happened right on the stage so yeah I, um somebody gave me a blowy that's what happened so before i get too <laughs> off track here uh yeah. you can find section hate at section hate gang.bandcamp.com and that's uh section the letter h and the number eight Yep. Gang. Yep. Bandcamp.com. Go check that shit out. I mean, if that fucking vocal delivery doesn't sell you, I don't know what the fuck will. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that brings us to a little segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say the segment. We're, of course, talking about the brutal bruise. Mm. Now, as we stated before, obviously, this is hardcore this weekend. Yeah, so you know, buddy. you know the bruise is going to be influenced by that. Uh, As it this should is, be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one. So, uh, Tom, why don't you play that?
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. You know it's buddy. Uh, well, I'll let you talk about this first. So, so that, that was the track, Toxic Shock, off of Agnostic Front's 1986 release, Cause for Alarm. Woo! You know it's uh, it's kind of funny because I know uh, at the time it came out. And it's still kind of an opinion that some people hold. There's a lot of people who aren't uh, who aren't super crazy about this album because they went straight from hardcore to doing like crossover thrash mm-hmm. shit. And to this day, it's the only album where they've really done that style. Um, but I think it's become more accepted over the years, especially when like looking back, uh, these these are the godfathers of hardcore. Um, and it's at the time like. This is a fresh genre. Everyone's trying things, uh, and they were they were influenced. Like there's, you yeah, know, they, they also had you know, they had two member like from the first album they had they had two member changes. So like yeah. their role like it's their second album. They have two new members. Like so yeah, yeah there's going to be like fresh ideas brought. Like yeah, and I mean at this point I don't think it has the uh, I don't think it gets the same sort of hate that it used to, um, especially with the way that the modern day scene has gone, where we have so. I mean, I just brought in regulate. Yep. You know, it, it's all under the umbrella. Uh, well, I mean, if you want to take it even further, uh, throughout the fest this weekend, I mean, I heard a couple of bands with clear grind influence oh yeah like we're talking straight up not like a hint of it we're talking like some straight up grind breaks regional justice center yeah. was just a fucking grind band oh yeah dude <laughs> regional regional justice center were fucking sick and thank you for reminding me of them because i need to start i need i need to start looking into their stuff too yeah man oh buddy but uh calls for alarm man i i mean i was never one of those people because i kind of I grew up on thrash and then got into hardcore. So for me, I was just like, oh, this is cool. Well, see, this the, it, I find it odd to hear that. Uh, I actually had no idea that this album was not uh, initially like, uh, liked by some people because, I mean, I didn't blink an eye when I first heard this because I own this album with the Victim in Pain EP. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, I own the, the old Combat Core comp of that. And when I listen to this, I'm like, dude, this is fucking dope. Like, this is... Like, this is more what I want out of hardcore. And then I realize, you know, over time, like, oh, it's more of a crossover album. But, you know, it's just, I guess I was so, u- I've always liked crossover to to some degree. Like, I've always been super into, like, SOD. Uh, you know, in the last five or six years, I've been getting really into, like, Carnivore and, you know, bands like Leeway and... Yeah, yeah, and um, but so that's that's probably why I didn't bat an eye at this. And I think albums like this are especially useful for people who are starting to dip their toes into hardcore, especially if they're coming from a purely metal background. Yeah, like I used to. Well, and the the thing too, like you got to keep in mind the time period. Like, yeah, look at uh, at what DRI was doing at the time. They yeah. hadn't even really started doing crossover yet. It was really just like straight hardcore. Yeah, um, a lot of the other bands that that were later playing crossover shit hadn't done it yet uh yeah this front really kind of broke the mold yeah this this, i mean this is before dri was doing albums like you know thrash zone and the the literal crossover album or Mm -hmm. four of a kind yeah so i mean you know it's i i feel like I feel like this album getting the love it deserves is like that it's like a happy ending to a, a slightly sad story yeah, and I mean, you know, granted, it, um, even then, I, 
never fucking. I mean, people have all kinds, but you talk to fucking to to purest punk kids, and like they only listen to the fucking first uh, Agnostic Front album because after <laughs> that it gets too hardcore for them, and it's like, you know, uh, but they they've always been one of those bands, man. They they just they're gonna do what they're gonna do, and they don't really give a shit because they right. came from nothing. So like, what? There's nothing to fucking lose. Yeah, you were you were telling me you were reading that book on the the front man from Agnostic Front. Yeah, Roger Murray. The shit, some of the shit you were telling me about that guy's like home life growing up. Oh, uh, dude, this is in the first five chapters. He's talking about fucking about him and his stepfather making a, a homemade net contraption and throwing it out in the park and sprinkling it with bread com- crumbs and waiting for pigeons and snaring them in this thing to go home and make fucking pigeon soup. <laughs> like, man. Nothing <laughs> else, just pigeon, not even, like, throwing it in the oven, just soup. Pigeon soup. Yeah, man. Um, that's uh, that's fucking early 80s hardcore. Like, the you know, every scene, whether you're looking at D.C. or New York or L.A., like, all those dudes were dealing with with street shit. Yeah, no kidding. I also, I really love uh, one of the reasons I, I chose this song is because the way this starts off, you get that like that kind of like chunky that gen, 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 and you're like, oh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna slow things down a bit. Nope, nope, <laughs> no, we're going back to speed again. Yeah, like, everything is just so goddamn aggressive. Yeah, man, uh, and they always have been. No matter what you think of the style that they're playing, uh, you know, on any given album, and I mean, shit, man, they did a huge chunk of Victim in Pain uh, mm-hmm. this weekend, which was fucking incredible. If not the whole album, I can't even fucking remember. Wait, uh, was it was it Cause for Alarm? I believe that uh, Peter Steele uh, helped write yes. a good portion of. No, it's not so much. A, I think a good portion, but he, I know he wrote the lyrics for Public Assistance. Yeah. Um, which uh, a lot of people are ha- had some outrage about. Well, to 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 uh to be if we're being totally honest and and upfront here, Peter Steele kind of has a history of being an extraordinarily controversial lyricist. Not Don't not say. yeah, like I would tell anyone, like you think this, you think some of his shit he wrote in typo was fucked up. Just go read. All of the lyrics to both the Carnivore albums, and there is shit in there. I'm amazed that Tipper Gore did not have a stroke over. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he wrote the lyrics for Public Assistance, and then went to to write on uh, for Typo Negative uh, Der Unmacht, which is oh, similar. Is, uh, it, is it Der Untermensch? I don't know. I think it's Untermensch. Yeah, but not to go too far off track. Um, yeah. Agnostic Front. Dude, yeah. uh, first off, like, this is twice that I've seen them, but this is hardcore. Uh, both times were fucking incredible. This, I mean, this time they played almost exclusively early shit, um, which was really fucking cool. And uh, to really, uh, put it into perspective, like, these are dudes who are fucking hardcore royalty. And yeah, walking up. through the merch yard, I look over at the fucking agnostic front table, <laughs> and there stands fucking Roger Murray. Not only that, but we saw him just like wandering around the merch yard too. Him and fucking yeah. and fucking Keith Morris, and that's a yeah. whole other fucking. But uh, I, you know, I walked up to the merch table. I saw his books there, and I was like, "Yeah, obviously, I'm going to buy this from him." And he he signed it, and it was super fucking humble. Like he's. 
it's really cool to see. Like the whole bit when he was talking about after the the Godfathers of Hardcore documentary came out, and uh, Joe wrote him basically fan mail, and he got like he got fucking soft over it. <laughs> it's uh, it's a cool thing to see, man. If if you haven't gotten into Agnostic Front, you you really should well, start. It's, it's amazing to me, like uh, how many how many of those dudes they're just they're like how little ego there is yeah. among a lot of the, a lot of the old old school hardcore dudes they're just like like guys like Roger Moret they all just seem to have that attitude of just like you know we're we're fans of this shit too like we're just yeah. we just happen to be in bands that are a little bigger they're, and they're they're just thrilled to see it thriving the way it is yeah. cuz they were doing it when no one was around and they were in fucking shitty clubs in the hood and now they're playing at this big fucking venue in Philly and people yeah. are flying in from all over the world it, to see. I, I like, mean, there, I, there was there was a there was a early thirty something guy who flew in all the way from fucking coastal Oregon to see him. I, I um every year like taking a few spins around towards the last set or two to just see the fucking pit packed out, the standing area packed out, and the bar fucking packed out of people just there to the last set on the third day, midnight on a Sunday. Love and hardcore, yeah. It's a uh, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, but we'll we'll talk more about the fest. But we got to get back to this brutal bruise. So we have to put a beer into <laughs> yeah, this we album. We haven't even talked about beer yet. Yeah. Now, this isn't necessarily our standard, you know, uh, pairing, uh, but it kind of works still. It still works, and we had to just the obviously when at the uh, at the fest we were drinking beers. It's, yeah. it's what we do. <laughs> uh, Phil, Phil and I drank a fair amount of this over the guys. weekend. So, of course, you got to go with the $5 pine option. Obviously. Which was Narragansett Lager. And or as I like to call it, Fest Nectar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. It is. Let me tell you something. In hot weather, this beer is fucking fantastic it will it legitimately uh it, it, it keeps me going like it fucking it uh you know you're you're getting a, a quick carb injection uh mm-hmm. it's 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 crisp it's refreshing as shit when keeps it's you, hot out keeps you cool on a hot summer day it's uh it's really the perfect fucking beer for the situation uh, as a whole this is also just like the kind of beer in general that i would probably be drinking at, if I were just like at any agnostic front show, if especially like if I were on the East Coast at the well, time. Well, I mean, we're, we're talking about a fucking uh, a working class hardcore band. Uh, I was going to, uh, on that note, a fucking a six pack is three ninety nine. Fuck. Uh, okay, that's, that's less than a dollar a beer. Mm-hmm. The the I grabbed the six of the sixteens, uh, and I was actually kind of, and it might just be. Excuse me. The place that I went, but they were charging ten bucks for a six pack Whew. of sixteens of Gansett, and I'm like, "What the fuck? This should be PBR prices." Yeah. Wow, that's that's insanity. Yeah, I know, I know, and I'm pretty <coughs> sure you can find it a lot cheaper than that in other places. Maybe just don't go to that store anymore. Well, I, you know, I was on a hunt for it, yeah. and my my usual uh, my usual place was completely out. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know if the electric factory <laughs> 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 from the area, <laughs> or excuse me, Franklin Music Hall. 
Yeah. But dumb name. Change. I'm I'm gonna call it the Electric Factory. Oh yeah, we always fucking. <laughs> nobody's <laughs> gonna fuck the, the Franklin the Franklin musical. Nobody's it's, gonna. It's nobody's real, gonna fucking call it that. It's real dumb. It's it's stupid because the fucking Such the club attached name. to it is still called the Voltage Lounge. <laughs> like, How does that make any sense? Uh, because you didn't call it like the, the, the Voltage pl- Lounge is like. Oh, what the fuck are we supposed to do now? Like, <laughs> call what, it the what are Franklin we to- plug. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, there. well, I mean, fuck whoever renamed it, but also, um, I'm glad that I'm here because I straight up only get to drink <clears throat> Narragansett once a year now, and that is because Narragansett, as far as I know, is not available on the West Coast. I have have dipped into many liquor stores over many years, and I have never seen a can of this. It's a a Rhode Island thing. Mm. Um, So it's, yeah, you you know, like I said, it it only started making its way down down here in, like, the past couple years. I remember drinking a shitload of it in Rhode Island, and then uh, it finally started popping up down here. I was like, oh, cool, Kansas. Um, The official beer of the clan. Yeah, and don't get it twisted. Uh, there is nothing particularly outstanding about this beer compared to our usual, you know, all the craft beers and this, that, and the other that we bring in. But what it does offer is at a very reasonable price, mm-hmm. a very refreshing, uh, very, um, very competent beer. Yes. This is... There's nothing that tastes bad about this, which for the price is kind of shocking. Once again, like, when something makes Yingling look expensive, like, <laughs> that's that's insanity. Yeah. And well, it's, yeah, I mean, if I had to, if you were to put, if I was on a budget and you were to say, hey, you can either buy a couple 40s of fucking steel reserve or you can buy a six pack of Narragansett. Take him against it, buddy. Well, if you're going for flavor, uh, that's still reserve will fuck you up a little bit. I was gonna bit say more. it depends what type of night you're fucking going yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, there's some nights I'm still like, yeah, let me get them steel reserves. Yeah, buddy. see, I'm a, I, I tend to lean more towards Mickey's, and if I re- if I really can't find any Mickey's, it's OE. Although I, I did discover that the local stop and stab near me carries actual Colt 45. Code forty five is my jam. It's the it's one of the only ones that still comes in a glass bottle. I and you know what? I need to I need to buy a couple, and I need to go out and shoot them with my buddy's forty five once they're empty. I need to fill them with like water and just use them as targets with my buddy's forty five. Fill them with like fruit punch, so it looks really cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, you got You got to fill them with like. Uh, you got to fill them with, like, really, really dark food coloring. Speaking of uh, Colt 45s, have you ever brass monkeyed one? No. It I've heard that term, but I don't know what it is. Brilliant. Implies. So you drink it down to the top of the label, right? And then you refill it with orange juice. Mm. The cap back on, turn it upside down, twist it a little bit. Shit tastes like carbonated orange juice. It is dangerous as fuck. Brass monkey, huh? Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Well, goddamn, I'm going to get, fuck, as soon as I get back to Coos Bay, I'm going to buy me a fucking bottle of Colt 45 and some Tropicana and call it a night. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, um, fucking Frank, uh, killer. Yeah. Killer. That's a good one. So, 
do yourselves a favor, throw on Agnostic Front's Cause for Harm. Mm. Uh, cause for Alarm. Cause for Harm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that would be a good, that's a, I'm that's like, a fucking band name. <laughs> can, can we make that the first post-lift shower beer release? Cause, cause for, for Harm. Cause for Harm. <laughs> uh, pick your... Pick up a uh, six-pack of Narragansett lager and have yourself a good time. Mine is already out. Mine's yeah. mine's almost there. Yeah. I drank three-quarters of it during the song. Uh, so should we get into some fest talk before we do the oh, uh, 800 God. fucking... Yeah. God, I put, yeah. Up, I put up two. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> Woo. But yeah. So shit, who wants to kick it off? <sighs> mm. Well, who's first? Well, <laughs> well, as far as uh, like I said, we're, I think we're. Are we oh. doing that? Or are we just doing the the fest discussion first? <coughs> yeah, let's do the fest discussion yeah. first. Right on. Well, first of all, I think how how late did we get there the first day? We the got, first day, first day was probably the most hijinks. I think the next two days were the smoothest I've had. Yeah, there, there were you like, guys. We we did what? we did get into a little bit of fuckery on the first day. Well, look. You make the decision to take the train and take the follies that come with taking the train. Yeah, forgetting right. your ticket again for the second year. Um, <laughs> no, I, Wait, did no you here's do the thing. No, I, I remember. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> no, I remembered my ticket the first year. No, 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 no. I bought your ticket the first year and then I forgot your ticket. Oh, okay. okay. All right. It wasn't. So, so it was my fault the first the year. The first, right, right, right. That's, I've been keeping with the phone thing and it seems. Anyway, so trying to lay some shit on me that wasn't my fault. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> look, look, shepherding you bastards around really fills Mother Goose, but yeah. then it falls to me. <laughs> yeah, you had to. Uh, I don't want to fucking hear it. You were like, oh, what, how do I get the ticket at the train? You had to. You that. had to carry that torches here because I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't drive. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was some shit. Well, uh, so uh, the thing that I'm at work. I'm at work and I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, hey, man, Brian, like, uh, I fucking, the show starts in 15 minutes. Oh, no. Like, I got to go home and I smell like butt, so I got to shower before yeah. I go out to a place and continue to sweat, right? So, like, we got there, you know, an hour or two late, right? Missed a bunch of shit, but mm -hmm. it was until 12, so, I mean, in in reality, we didn't miss that much. I think I think we missed like maybe we, two. we missed eternal sleep. I was I was yeah. bummed on that for I, sure. You I, missed the first five, but I remember you showing up for inclination. Yeah, we saw the end of inclination, which I was happy about because I fucking brought them in. Yeah, yeah I, I fucking I, they were great. I recall inclinations like what we did catch of inclinations set actually being. That's really one good. of the. That's one of that's like I don't know, heart straight edge, not straight edge. You're, you're bringing yeah. the the beat down so. That's you got up. you got that fucking passion. I'm I'm into it. Mm -hmm. See, I mean, I, I can hang with straight edge. I mean, I'm not edge by any stretch of the imagination. Hey, as long as they're not mad at me for what I do, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure some of them are, but you know what? I don't care because I'm just listening to your music. That's all that fucking matters to me. Yeah, well, and you know, it's uh, I mean, hardcore has never been strictly straight edge. Uh, mm -hmm. Hardcore is just for people who like want to get the aggression out. Yeah. Um, we did all catch the end of Death Before Dishonor. Yeah, yeah. oh, that um, was that was dope. Yeah, only reason I didn't I didn't sit in for the whole set was because I had seen them like a month. We prior. saw them like two months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jesus, peace. <laughs> that they're one, one of the their, bands that I was there. One for. One of their best sets I think I've seen. 
I mean, maybe the sound is just on or whatever, but I think even uh, they they've somehow managed to improve, which is slightly crazy. dialed in a little bit more. I mean, I don't know how old of a band they are. They they haven't been around that long. Have we been kind of following them for their life? Yeah, yeah. They they're really dialed in at this point. His vocal range is extended a little bit. I mean, oh, they're just. I so think furious. the first year you came was the first year they played the fest. Okay, all right. So uh, yeah, they're they're still. I mean, at this point, they're established, but yeah, they're still kind of newer in the scene. See. What I was really what a I was presser re- when they played a presser, I was just like, ooh. <laughs> See, you know what really amped me was when my my Slayer core boys decided to take the stage. My boys in all out war. So now I I bought the al- the new all out war it's album. Real, it's real good. Crawl yeah. among the filth. Yeah, we've uh we've been cycling through the CDs that we collected at uh, this is hard. That first night on the way home, yeah. we listened to it almost three times. Yeah, we also we also uh, I somehow managed to find a, a a brand new copy of the new Two Mold album at fucking this is hardcore. And I think we listened to that five times over the course of the past two days. That one's been getting a lot of play as well. It's very it's very very good. It is it is it is very good. Very very good. But yeah, fucking. All out war, man, like that. Okay, I I went into the I went in up to the front once throughout the entire fest, and I am glad it was not during all out war because oh, no, I don't no, I don't no, think no. any of us would have survived that. Someone mm-hmm. once, uh, someone once, I think it was Chris X was talking to someone. They were joking around about how you should have to be in the all out war pit to buy all out war merch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've never seen all out war, um. It describes it, their pits accurately. If you consider yourself uh, a veteran uh, pit goer, if you will, uh, if yeah. you think you've got, you know, if you think you've got that shit, uh, take your ass into an all-out war pit um, and duck <laughs> and continue ducking. Yeah. yeah, someone will start beating on your back. I've witnessed that. Mm-hmm. Someone the first yep. year I saw All at War. I was I stood upstairs. It was before they had the pit barrier, so it was just the whole floor turned into a pit. And at one point, I'm looking, and there's this guy bent over with his hands over the back of his head, and there's just this other dude, this fucking gorilla just slamming on his back. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck kind of pitting is this? <laughs> so I've seen a similar thing where it's like someone's up at the front, like towards the stage, and they see someone like coming around to like do like yeah. the, the spin fist yeah. across the back. So he just, he does he that. Turtles up, he, yeah. he fucking turtles up. To which the person just stops and just starts fucking wailing. <laughs> 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 and it's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. Uh, all Out War is something else. Um, I, and it, I'm, you know, I was just happy when we were listening to this CD on the way back. I, I heard the Lost Seasons in the Abyss riff, which was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which every everyone here, everyone here who knows uh, who knows me is just like, yeah, we know how Sam feels about Seasons in the Abyss. He really likes that album. <laughs> so uh, we want to. We'll, we'll keep moving along here. Uh, Harm's Way, Ugh. dude. I've I've seen them quite a few times now, and like, it's fucking f- amazing every time. I like, think I've seen. Did they play last year? 
I could have sworn don't they did. Remember? I Ma- mean, man, last year I think they did because they had just released Posthuman. Looking back, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm ninety. I'm like ninety five percent sure that I've seen Harm's Way twice now. Looking, um, ma- yeah, very, very likely. Yeah, I think they played last year. Looking back at this list, I mean, from Jesus Christ, from fucking. <laughs> from the doors it was a it was a going I, the pit at your own risk I sort was, of a night i was talking to chris x he stopped me and uh we, we talked for a couple minutes and he's and i was like yo dude you didn't give us any breaks tonight and he's like i know we did y'all dirty he's like i'm sorry <laughs> uh, just, look i mean i'm not i'm not ashamed to admit it i'm glad i was on the other side of that fucking wall man I was glad I was on the other side of that Bro, barrier because, brother, those pits just got—they got pretty fucking gnarly, and I did not need—I did not need to be in them to realize how fucking oh, insane it yeah, was going no, up there. Um, crazy enough, they put all of the ass beaters on fucking Friday this year. Uh, just get them, get them out of the way. They just lined it right the fuck up. Like seriously, listen to this shit. It was Death Before Dishonor, Jesus Peace, All Out War, Harm's Way, A Hundred Demons, uh, with the original vocalist doing uh, In the Eyes of the Lord, and Code Orange. Fucking hell. Um, I'm pr- like, I, someone probably died. <laughs> <laughs> well, we saw somebody We saw somebody before Cro-Mags the other night who looked like he was about to die. He was fucked up. Yeah, he... Well, we'll get to that. I mean, I saw a lot of people with a lot of blood this weekend. I saw saw a girl during the second day get straight up fucking carried. Oh, yeah, that was a little dramatic. Yeah, well, she she wasn't, to her credit, I actually saw her later on, and I kind of asked her about it. And apparently she wasn't in the pit. She was on the edge, and she got fucking cracked. Yeah. And to to be fair, she got cracked pretty fucking hard. Yeah, I mean... She probably had a mild concussion. Wow. End of the day, that's the fucking... Look, (laughs) if you don't want to be... You can't stand near the pit and then be upset when shit happens. Be like, I wasn't in the pit. You kind of... Yeah, it's like... Give yourself a safe... If if you don't want to be involved in that, you you can't be near the pit. If you want to be up front, that's what you got to deal with. This is hardcore. Like... That's that's what the fucking genre is. Like though. there's that barrier for a reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's it's like that story I told about when I went to that Nile show and how I got thrown into that chick at the edge of the pit who was just like <coughs> stand who was just like trying to stand there looking hot. She's like, "That's where you're going." Like, bitch, you're on the edge of a fucking pit. Like shit is going to happen. You're going to get big fucking sweaty dudes thrown into you. Try not to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Makes, yeah, like, yeah, and if you can hang, fucking have at it. Makes me want to lay some <clears throat> clerk's quotes on her. But uh, like you're not even supposed to be here. So day two, yeah, it's day two fucked, actually. Uh, oh wait, maybe I. I don't think we did miss section eight, did we? Because we did got we? there. Did we, we got there on no, time we, for we, day two, look, right? I think we might have just been dicking around outside. I, I'm pretty sure we were there. Yeah, it's yeah, true because yeah. Mike, Mike and That's I, right, we Mike and there. I were suffering from like chronic back pain through like we, half the fucking yeah, shows. Yeah. We got there. That's right. We got there pretty much on time for uh, for Saturday, and yeah. um, I'm not gonna go through everything here because it's it's just too. Th- I mean, these days are fucking stacked. Like Jesus Christ, what are there fucking twenty fucking, bands here? Uh, was a uh, hood Saturday? Uh, yes. yes, we got to oh, We got to yeah. fucking talk about them. 
Because that, yeah, that was a fucking awesome well, first, set. Well, first of all, I did not know, well, or I, at least I did not remember that Drain were playing. Yeah, we were and actually on the edge of the pit for that one. Yeah, Drain fucking ruled. I wanted to, I wanted to see that up close. Yeah, Drain fucking ruled. They absolutely fucking killed it. And to to my immense disappointment, they did not have any physicals of their music at all. I was yeah. really, really hoping they would have some CDs. I was CDs. surprised, actually, about that, because they're kind of breaking out right now. I think a lot of the time, uh, these bands are following like tours right before this is hardcore. So a lot of the time, it's just what merch they have. What's theirs there? Sure. Yeah. yeah, they they didn't they didn't have much, but I did manage to get a couple of sick ass stickers. I liked their. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be putting a couple of those on my guitar. I like the merch they did have. I like their hat. I like the shirt. I wish the hat hadn't been like thirty dollars. Otherwise, I probably would have yeah, bought one. But if you notice, I mean. It sucks, and it, it, it's a lower quality hat, but that's the that's the price at fests. Well, it's like you know, a lot of bands can't afford like really high quality shirts, so they have to use like gildans, no, man, which the, I don't, which I don't hold against them ever. Like, even this one being a snapback, and all the nobody can see it, but uh, you know, it, I get it, I get see, it. I I don't know. I actually have a pretty decent quality hat. Mine's a flex fit, actually, but flex fits are even more expensive. I think they start at like. You, Per piece, like which 20 is, bucks. Which is nuts because I got this hat for like $16. Hmm. Maybe, like maybe. My, my, I, I got it from my local brewery, and now I just slapped a... His, like, anyone listening, if you've never seen the uh, the the take on the Heineken logo where it's it says like Hanneman, like Angel of Death still reigning, I found an enamel pin with that design at This Is Hardcore. I bought it, and I slapped it on the back of my hat. See, I was really impressed with the, uh, the fight milk. And yeah, everything. next year I think next year I'm gonna get their pain because I know they're gonna be back. They had the exact same designs they did last year because I bought a, an old another old school Slayer pin there last year. I'm gonna buy their Fight Milk pin and I'm gonna buy their Judas Priest painkiller <laughs> pin. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, for anyone who hasn't been to the fest, there is an entire merch yard. Oh yep. yeah, and we're <laughs> Phil is not being hyperbolic when he uh, says no, I yard. I posted my picks up already. It is a literal yard of merch. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, why it's a whole fucking punk rock flea market. Um, it's so. it's rivaled only by like the the photos I've seen of like the Maryland Death Fest merch yard, which is supposed to be just fucking overwhelming. So one of my biggest surprises were I think the next one we caught, which was Kalnashi. Yo, I was just going to say one of the biggest surprise bands for me that weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, I brought them in almost exactly a year ago, ironically. And, uh, I, you know, I was looking forward to seeing them. And then, you know, I bought an album before their set. But then seeing them, I was just like, oh, good. Great. I forgot how much I like this, but I like it a lot I, more now. I grabbed the vinyl, and while doing so, uh, I had a... Quick little discussion with uh, Pete, the front man. Nice as fucking dude. Yeah. Um, oh, he's cool as fuck. Yeah, he's really fucking chill. Uh, we've got to reach out to them. I'd love to have them in for an interview. Oh, I would love to get the guys from Kawanashi in here. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I bought the vinyl. Uh, I also grabbed it on Amazon Music and have listened to it, like, fucking nine times. I, sl- I slotted up a track for later. Just to It's good. Yeah. The whole thing is only, like, fucking 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's a quick listen, and it's really fucking worth it. But I personally would like to talk about one band in particular, and Mike and I have been jamming this band for the past couple hours. That is Hoods. Band yeah, I, buddy. I quite literally never heard of this band before. But, man, as soon as they took the stage and as soon as they launched into their first track, I'm like, okay, 
yeah, this this is what I'm looking for. I want all of this in my face yeah, right pe- now. I pegged them early off based off their name for like an E-Town Concrete worship band, and I was just really wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This That was just some straight-up fucking nasty, aggressive, fun-loving, unapologetic, tough-ass hardcore. Riffy. Riff, very surprisingly riff-oriented. Surprisingly. And and that is that to me is always something like if you want to get my attention as a hardcore band, be more riff oriented and you will get my attention. Like you will at least catch my interest. If not my money. You might catch my <laughs> money while you're at it. But man, what was even cooler was when I got to their merch table outside. Yeah. And we I was at the point where my my merch funds were starting to kind of run low. And we we were walking by their table. And I was—I just picked up their one of their CDs, and I was just looking at it. And their front man was sitting behind the table, and he just looked over. He's like, you know, yo, take that. I'm like, I'm it like, was well, fun- I was you, like, I was like, what? Your what? face was in legitimate shock. You were like, what? And he's like, have it. And he's like, take it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how much is man, he? He's okay. like, no, just take it. And I'm like, cool. I <laughs> the the front man from Hoods is fucking hilarious, man. He's the coolest fucking dude. Not just because he gave me a free CD, which, by the way, yeah, if if he ever hears this, you fucking rule, dude, and so does your band. But man, th- when he was given all of this the sticker, like I forget who it was, who it was he said, uh, make it weird. Yeah, th- he's like, take, no, he's so, like, take some stickers, don't make it weird. So he, I wasn't like paying attention, and like he was God. telling all of us to take stickers, and I turn around, and all of a sudden he's like. Take the sticker. Don't make it weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I probably got like four or five of those. I just slapped one on a guitar today, so I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting one on my fucking PV Triple X. I'm putting one on my guitar case. And I'm probably gonna put one on my computer too while I'm at it. That was a very positive experience. Um, yeah, that it's like that whole that that whole fucking set, and also listening to the album. I, I find it was almost impossible for me to believe, but the album is almost as chaotic, insane, and fun as the live shows. Yeah, yeah, they're hearing, really good at that. It, yeah, hearing them capture that same intensity on album as they do in in the studio or as do as they do on stage, that is something that I feel very few bands have ever managed to accomplish. But man, Hoods does it in fucking spades. Yeah, but so uh, you know what, Hoods fully backed by yours truly. Consi- so, uh, consider me fucking impressed. One of the things, and you know, it, it happens during the fest, man. You're you're in this shit for three days. Yup. You're in and out of the fucking heat. Uh, one of the things I'm most disappointed in myself for was not going in to catch Billy Club Sandwich. Yeah. Uh, that was really dumb of me. I'm an idiot, and I should feel bad for it. Uh, I feel bad for it, because from <laughs> what I could hear of their set, they sounded sick as they're fuck. They're fucking awesome. Um we did catch the end of Eco Strike. Yep. Uh, Solid fucking were, set. Uh, they're always good. Uh, I've talked about them quite a few times on the show. Uh, and the big one, what I mean, always, every year, one of the biggest sets for me, uh, Wisdom and Chains. <sighs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, I was, I, wait, was, I was waiting to get into this. I was so proud. I was so proud. I felt like a proud father. Fi- I finally not only got all of the co-hosts of the podcast to come to this is hardcore but i got all of you motherfuckers up to the front mm. for wisdom and chains oh man it's fucking wisdom baby like <laughs> i i spent 
25 minutes straight just chucking people off of me. <laughs> because here's the thing. Now, <clears throat> I was surprised, and at the same time, I wasn't surprised because I've always been able to hold myself to 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 to, to hold my own in a pit pretty well. This is one of the few pits I've ever been in where that became a legitimate challenge. Oh, man. I got like, shit out like a fucking kidney stone with the first I thought, song. I thought you died. Uh, no, I, I got pushed into the pit immediately. Dude, I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm six foot one and 229, 230 pounds. It's difficult to move me, but man... There came a point, and this this is what I've been hinting at. This this to me, I am still laughing about this. Like two days later, at one point, I got run into from behind by like five people, five or six people, yep. and I just got straight up flung onto the stage, like straight up onto the stage, like a couple of feet from the front man <laughs> of wisdom, and I had like three people trying to pull me off the stage, and I'm just like. I was a little bit bewildered at first because, like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and so they finally pulled me off stage. And, you know, some people might think, like, oh, he probably left after that. No, I stayed for the rest of the set. Oh, yeah. I didn't move. And, I, I mean, God, what was it? I got, I got kicked in the face twice. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I got kicked in the nose twice. I got kicked in the head three times. And got thrown on stage. I mean, I threw probably a dozen people off of me, there, including Phil at one point. Yeah, was, I'm, I'm pretty sure I threw him off of me at one point. There was, there was a moment where Phil was coming across the stage, and he just locks eyes with me and then just dives <laughs> onto me. straight at your face. You fucking asshole, <laughs> Phil. Look, I, I knew exactly as soon as we locked eyes, he's yep. like, well, he's coming over here now. <laughs> like, well, shit, I guess this is happening. Come to daddy. <laughs> um, it's it's like you're the it's like you're the you're the impatient father in the pool. Phil is the child. You're like just jump in. I'll catch you. I promise. But I'm uh, not gonna catch you. Yeah, man. It, 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 if you ever get a chance to to see wisdom in chains, do it and don't be afraid to get up front. I love. I turn around because I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how you were gonna handle it because I know. Like I know you're used to pits, but there, you know a, a hardcore pit's a little different, especially yeah. for fucking wisdom. I turn around and you're fucking <coughs> grinning from ear to ear. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I yes. I had I had a fucking blast, despite the fact that I got I got the shit kicked out of me in that pit. I hurt for a day straight and to some degree, but you know what? I don't regret <coughs> a fucking bit of it. It's it's funny because like. You know, you say that it got kicked in the head and all that. And oh, it's, yeah. it's not because of, like, it's not because people are necessarily, like, being aggressive. It's just people are flying There's everywhere. so many bodies everywhere. It's, right. It's, it's, it's almost as if I'm just being buried under a mountain of corpses. Well, while I maintained being up front for those few few chaotic seconds, it was like being in a washing machine. It is, yeah. Do you spend a lot of time in washing machines, Mike? Don't judge my man. Like, <laughs> what? So, I'm not here to kink shame. We got we got a ton to talk about still. We yeah. talked about wisdom. God, we're still of times. Only, we're still only at the end of day two. Uh, Jesus. Answer them was agnostic front. Which oh we yeah. talked oh my about God. Because after after wisdom, all four of us, Phil included, were just like, yeah, we're done up at the front for now. <laughs> like, can we yeah, just go we'll behind the barrier? The for, for like, can we front. be the old men that we're becoming? Uh, and then. Uh, off Keith Morris. Wow, yeah, that. Um, I was super amped because I've never seen any members of Black Flag Live before. I, and uh, Keith Morris, 
uh, legend, and he's earned it. To uh, say the least, yeah. Off is really fucking cool. They're still playing old school, like early Black Flag style hardcore. Uh, with with a very specific Keith Morris twist to it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was like with touches of bad brains and stuff. Yeah. Pretty sure I saw Keith Morris wandering around too. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah I pointed him out. I was like, like I, I saw the dreads and yeah. I was like, holy shit. As, as soon, yeah, as soon as you pointed him out and later on I saw him go on stage, I'm like, yeah, I'd recognize those dreads anywhere. And then uh, and then none of us stayed for Saves the Day. And, uh, yeah. and, and our boy Matt got fucked up in the Saves the Day pit. Oh, fuck. Which uh, <laughs> I, I'll never stop laughing about. Rest in peace. <laughs> how? How? With everything else that happened that day, how is that the pit that you got <laughs> fucked up in? Well, t- I mean, to be fair, I was expecting a real easy time in the wisdom pit. And as soon as I got pushed out into the pit and I turn around, I see some big guy like Tom or Sam size. And um, one of the guys who's either like an OG pit dude, he might be from All Out War, just wallop some dude in the mouth and immediately, <laughs> hand, immediately his hands go to his nose and he just leaves i'm like oh <laughs> like oh uh i feel like phil might have might have undersold uh, that you, a little, undersold that a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, had, you were literally that meme the mom pick me up i'm scared <laughs> mom, <laughs> no, mom i just didn't watch up, a lot of the set i watched for safety that's because you understand what you have to do in that situation. That's all. Just watch out. See, I was fortunate enough because I was I would I, I spent that entire set being just thrown back and forth yeah. against that state, the I, physical state. In a way, I'd almost rather have been where I was. I mean, being up like that in that position, it's like well, I'm, I'm, I'm a little mad. Well, what I what I was what I was working Take towards advantage. was piled up on easy. Yeah. What I was working towards was the fact that I was cushioned by probably half a dozen people. True. There were there were four or five people. Eventually, you could kind of just not have your feet on the ground. <laughs> yeah, there there are four or five people who probably got, who probably bore the brunt of most of the abuse from the pit. And I'm just in the front. I'm just like, yeah, buddy, I'm up here shielded and I'm having a good time. And oh, I'm on stage. Well, okay, so <clears throat> in hindsight, maybe I should have stage died, but I'm probably too big for that. Nah, you're, oh, you shouldn't. Me? Have you have you seen the size of some of the dudes that fucking? Stage that's that? that's true. I'm pretty sure I threw remember, a guy off me who weighed forty pounds more than I do. Remember? Um, t- oh fuck. Nope, can't remember enough facts. I'm not even gonna start talking. Um, okay. So yeah, day three. Day three. Uh, oh, I man. arrived super late so thanks gonna, to the mechanic. I'm gonna say uh, there was quite a bit of surprise in the first half of this day. Oh, I wound up uh, showing up uh, later than I wanted to Sunday because. Uh, so keep in mind for this, I've. Every day, I have been working my full eight-hour shift before yeah. coming to the fest. <laughs> it's, it's not a normal. Thing. Yeah, it's early um, in the morning, like unreasonable so, early. Yeah, so I get done. I get done work, and I just I sit down on my bed and kind of just like lay back for a second, just to like like oh, because I'm I'm feeling at that point. And all of a sudden, next thing I wake up, I'm like ah oh, fuck. I like passed out for a half an hour. I'm like son of a bitch. Yeah, like, accidental <laughs> naps, man. They'll fuck you up. So. To get to the topic of uh, the third day of the fest, the opening band, probably one of, other than Hoods, probably one of the biggest surprises for me uh, this weekend was a little band called Fixation. And this was the only shirt I bought at This Is Hardcore, was just a straight up black shirt with a Fixation logo. And I'm going to wear it with pride because that band is 
fucking sweet. Yeah, they were one of the surprises. For they sure. fucking killed it. Now Vatican came up next, and I was I was prepared for. I was less enthusiastic about Vatican than I was yeah. about Fixation, but then again, I think Vatican is also just not quite as much my style as Fixation. Fixation were a lot more old school. I feel like in terms of their sound and style than Vatican were maybe. I don't know. That's all I can think of. Well, then uh shit. Guillotine also killed it. Yeah, Guillotine were cool. I was real upset I missed them. Yeah. Uh, I was I was really looking forward to them. We saw them uh same time we saw uh Death Before Dishonor. Yep. Yeah. And they man. killed it. That was their first show and I really wanted to fucking catch this set and I'm yeah. really still upset. Gulch killed it. Gulch we brought cool. them on a couple times. Gulch were pretty cool. Aggressive fucking dogs. What? <laughs> I caught the very tail end. That's like right around when I came in. That blew me away. When I they finished their first uh, song and then dude starts talking. I'm like, wait, is that an older Japanese dude? And it's like, yeah. And then they played a, mu- a bunch more beat down. I'm like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Like, you- Yeah, Japan's <laughs> got a fascinating scene. Well, I mean, from our bringing, uh, like, first bringing from this episode, like, god damn, they have a healthy hardcore scene. Palm, I, numb, sand. Yeah. I, I remember Phil and I were talking about how one day we just want to go to Tokyo and go to a hardcore show. And Phil's, Phil was yeah. like, we're going to be the tallest dudes there. You know that, right? <laughs> uh, let's let's keep moving along because we still got a ton of uh, shit to Unreasonable talk. amount of shit to talk uh, about. So. Unreasonable. Regional Justice Center. Sick fucking band. as fuck. Yeah. The the opening the opening sound clip of the 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 correctional facility collection automated call. Yeah, collection call. Fucking flawless way to open your set. Could not ask for like a more suitable auto, audio clip to open a set with. Um, spine. Spine were another surprise. Oh, for wish me. I it wish I caught more fuck. of that set. Yeah, Shit. we only caught like what the second half of Spine set. Yeah, yeah like they the were last, fucking. Like, four but songs. then equally, no option surprised me. Being like just as fucking beat down. Yeah, I I preferred what I heard from Spine, but uh, no option were pretty cool. A I lot like of them. a lot of uh, a lot of that like uh, Bridge Nine influence. Yes, uh, it was really fucking cool to hear. There's a lot of that this year, and uh, I'm, it makes me happy. I like the drive and that sort of stuff. Um, we didn't hang inside for Eyes of the Lord or on Broken Wings. Nope. Um, nah. Not we, that I didn't want to see either of them, but <coughs> it, it. We were also hungry. We, fu- we, we were yeah. hungry and tired. Yeah, yeah we fucked around for a while. Uh, I think we came back in for. Regulate. Yeah, reg- oh, we came back in for regulate yeah, and then reg- fucked off until breakdown. Regulate were sick. Yeah, uh, we, we hung right outside the doors for maximum penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they had a, I mean, they're always fucking great. Um, no one gives a fuck about old firm casuals. <laughs> um, death threat, I, we didn't catch, but they always put on a fucking great set. And yeah. I'm sure it was no fucking different. Um, yeah, we got back in, uh, towards like the second half of breakdown. Um, classic fucking classic shit. Uh, and the fucking, the big finale. Oh man. Fucking Cro-Mags. See, I forgot to mention before we start, I had been under the impression before that day 
that we were going to be seeing Cro-Mags with Harley Flanagan. And when I, when I thought about that, I'm like, well, that, that's cool. I mean, I've heard this. I've heard the recordings they did with Harley Flanagan. They're they're fine, but man, something about John's vocals has always just like yeah. that to me has been like one of the most integral parts of the Chromag sound. And I was talking to our good buddy and fucking pit warrior extraordinaire Maurice, uh, and I was I was talking. I'm like, yeah, I'm really stuck for the Chromags. I just you know it would have been really cool to see him with John Jacob. He's, he kind of looked at me for a second. He's like. No, you you got it the other way around. They're playing with John Jacob tonight. John and Joseph. John Joseph. God damn it. Sorry. Um, okay. And I fucking lost it. I was like, what? You're fucking kidding, right? He's like, nah, dude. They're playing with John Joseph tonight. And that, that to me, just sent my excitement into overdrive. Yeah. And, man, when they came on, they, pretty, they played, like, what, 80% of the Age of Quarrel? Yeah. Yeah, easily 80% of that album. And man, they played every fucking track I wanted to hear. Soon as they launched into World Peace, I just I think I screamed 90% of that song when they played it and it's the reason I couldn't talk that that much for the rest of the night. Yeah, and man. So, <sighs> I I you know, I, again, I hate to sound like a fuck I sound like a fucking dork here, I realize it, but they've been a bucket list band for me. Especially with John for the longest time. So that night was kind of akin to when I saw Morbid Angel earlier this year. I'm like, bucket list band crossed off. I've seen them. Like, that's, that's a chunk of it gone now. Yeah, and man. man. Oh, so fucking good. Yeah, they're as good as they've ever been. Yeah, they have not. Like, honestly, they were more aggressive and over the top and nuts than a lot of bands were that weekend. Oh, I, dude. It's you. Anyone who's not seen the Chromags, especially with John, go see them. They will tear your fucking head off. Um, yeah, man. And then the reason that I sound like this today. Oh boy. The, the band to close out the fest was gorilla biscuits. And, uh, they played a couple years ago. And, uh, that year at that particular point, uh, I had, I had gotten pretty pretty fucking battered uh, during other sets, and I couldn't couldn't bring myself to stay up front for it, uh, which was disappointing uh, ever since until this year, when uh, I was like, no, I'm going up there, and it packed the fuck out. It took me half the set of fighting to get to the stage, uh, and then once you get up there, it's real easy to hold because you can just fucking stage dive throw a bunch of people around and then fucking get right back up to the front um and getting to stage dive during start today was like a fucking uh it it was a it was a life goal and it has been accomplished um holy shit man uh one of one of the biggest bands for me uh especially um super influential literally made life changes based on their lyrics that have stuck with me to this didn't, day. Didn't their band essentially like start the youth crew movement? Or, they didn't know. Well, um, okay, they might not have started it, but they were certainly, I feel like they were one of the bands who popularized it. They were big in it. Uh, you, the youth crew movement started in the earlier 80s with like Youth of Today. Okay. Um, Gorilla Biscuits were more late 80s. It was kind of a hardcore revival at that point. Well, yeah, you are you would be the expert. I'm deferring to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, no, like, 88 is known as a big year because of bands like Gorilla Biscuits, Judge. Like, they really brought hardcore back. Who, again, 
Judge are one of those bands I need to start checking out. Even though, like, Phil knows that when it comes to hardcore, I'm much more into, like, the negative hardcore. Uh that's that's well, always judge just, will fit judge will work for you though. yeah so i i've i've never dove too far into the like the youth crew movement uh i mean obviously i'd, I'd heard some gorilla biscuits shit before but to me it was uh, like yeah to me it was always more like eh, i'd rather listen to like cro-mags now judges like approach judges like super negative fucking like they were the first band to be angry about because when they when they came about uh it was sort of at the end of the the first wave and they're seeing all these people who would like sworn straight edge for life and they're they're all fucking turning 21 and, and fucking you know Getting starting to drink housed. and judge was like yo fuck this uh so it's really angry shit um it it's yeah uh, and it you know they were also one of the early adopters of of the sort of modern um metallic hardcore and we all know how i feel about good metallic hardcore so uh yeah yeah man that was the fest uh in a nutshell yep. <laughs> um there's so much we're skipping over but man yeah, we have to um it, it's a fucking it's a special event man it really is it, it's uh one of the most important things for me every year i will always be there uh it if, if you can make it out uh next year uh do, do it do it start start saving now get your ass out here to philly uh it, it's for real you, you you won't find anything else quite like it you can crash on frank's couch whoa now <laughs> it's comfy i've slept all right i've slept <sighs> on your couch for a couple of nights you let's will have get, a cat screaming at you yeah. let's get through these <laughs> fucking announcements so i can go home and fucking eat yeah, yeah I'm, we gotta, I'm fucking starving honestly i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna sleep so aggressively we're going to do these a little streamlined. I'm going to just read them off, play them, get your reactions, and move on. So the yep. first one is Perfect Worlds PR. Um, falls of Rauros. Fall of, falls of Rauros. That's it. Yep. Patterns in mythology. <laughs> um, Tom, go ahead.
Yeah, that's a that's yeah. something I want to like throw into a like a hiking playlist. I'm feeling I'm not feeling the vocals, but I am feeling the guitar work. I, in the genre of atmospheric black metal, I think they're doing a lot right. Yeah. I mean, as far as like atmospheric black metal goes, uh, again, not really my thing, but I am still kind of stuck on unrequited stars wet to the sea as far as that al- as that style goes. That's fair. This is a good album. I would check it out. Um, yeah, maybe I will. I mean, I've I have I have friends who are way more into black metal than I am, and I've seen I've seen this album talked about quite a bit. So who knows? Maybe I'll give it a second shot. It was released uh, July nineteenth, so you can go ahead and buy that if you like it. It's at gileadmedia.bandcamp.com. Buy it. Next up, Chamber swept uh, swept this under the carpet without me even realizing. But this is released July seventeenth. Uh, ripping, pulling, tearing. Let's listen to replacing every weakness. Tons of early two thousands metalcore vibes. Oh yeah, this Oof. you know that's all I could think while I was listening to this Delicious. was this is a this is a very Mike Bringin. Oh, sad. And I, I ironically found this uh, listening to our very next one. So you can find this at purenoise.bandcamp.com. Next up, mm. I was uh, really excited when Sanction dropped this the first day of this is hardcore. Is oh boy, broken in refraction. Let's listen to Shattering Man.
Oh, yeah. This one ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> I recommend at least you check it out. But Oh, I will. <laughs> That's also at purenoise.bandcamp.com. Oh, I see what's next. <laughs> well, you should check the Sanction album out for sure. Definitely yep, do. Yeah. Um, but up next, uh, whew, oh boy. Sorry, I keep saying that. Uh, knocked Loose, Trapped in the Grass Bois. of a Memory. Let's check that out. so bad oh my god uh this is catching my attention a oh lot good i'm so happy i am so happy <laughs> uh no they, they this one i you know i've always given them a, a shot i've never uh i've You've never had anything fair. negative to say about them it just never clicked with me um this one's doing something so I, i'm uh i'm real curious to hear uh the rest of this that's oh i feel like they're they're definitely like growing uh as far as like their playing capabilities like the fucking groove that they're setting up oh, i also is... think they heard the complaint that it's like it's it's too metalcore because i heard a lot more just straight up like the the, well, ba- the bass interlude yeah, bass, and stuff. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. i was like oh please grab phil get it <laughs> like <laughs> you know damn well when they're touring with that that's gonna get fucking oh, crazy please, man oh my goodness uh so what's that called blue shift no, a uh, different shade of blue. Different shade of blue. I think that's out next month. It is. Ooh, we'll be talking about it. I yeah, pre-ordered that it bitch. I'll check it out. So, as we talked about, All Out War released "Crawl Among the Filth." Mm. We're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna listen. Yeah, to mm. which which I happened to buy a copy of. I'm glad you did. At the I, I'm glad I got to hear the whole thing. We're gonna it's listen to a little good. bit of "Despised Regime." Ooh.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm convinced at this point that they just can't do any wrong. Uh, it's and it's funny. I remember when I pulled up their full discography the other day, and you're like, "Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> it is expensive." <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and, and I'm really struggling to think of any time that I haven't been fucking psyched about one of their releases. And uh, man, there's something about this one that's that it feels uh, even more fucking aggressive if that's possible. Yeah, no, I agree with that from what I've heard and been paying attention to definitely in the vocals there's some like <laughs> dudes dealing with some issues on this album like uh, yeah man uh, All At War is the band that uh, a co-worker that I used to work with he, he's usually more into stuff like Slipknot and, and stuff like that and he's like he's like I don't know I just like he's like he's like I like listening to stuff I listen to I was like it's like you ever give some some other stuff a try, like in the hardcore. And he's like, no, not really. And I was like, hold up. And I put on gotcha. All Out War, and he was like, oh yeah, this, <laughs> fucking this. <laughs> <laughs> well, like like I said earlier, these are my my favorite Slayer core boys. Yeah, man. And that is not me trying to like be a dick and pigeonhole. Oh no, it's just, the, it's, the the Slayer influence is just so overt, the, and I have no problem with it whatsoever. Everyone everyone acknowledges that, and I don't think they have any shame in the fact that they're they're very heavily Slayer influenced. I mean, you listen to those clean arpeggios in the background. You're like, this. This is seasons in the abyss. This is this is like seasons in the abyss with a much more violent approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is saying something because there are some violent songs on that album, like mm-hmm. War Ensemble oh, and Born of Fire. All right. Well, um, our uh, boys at Catacomba reached out to us ooh. and and ooh. shot us over their their first EP single. So let let's listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. What? Well, I like it. <laughs> That's <laughs> but fine, it. Mike. It's fine that you like it. You look. You looked Better at me. Like, you looked at me like like I was somehow upset that you liked it. Like, <laughs> no, no, like, no. Well, well, I like it. No, I just, I just think you're up next, and 
I am up next. Oh, buddy. I, I got I got two. I got two that I've been chomping at the fucking bit to talk about. This first one I am particularly excited about. Yeah, this good. this is uh this is the uh the boys in vitriol who if you will remember pain will define their death their ep from last year was one of my top releases of 2018 anyone who was listening to our top 10 episodes last year or the episode when i brought them in will know that so they have finally after much anticipation released the first single from their upcoming uh, album to bathe from the throat of cowardice and Jesus fucking how much more straightforward can you get? Oh, it's poetic, though. <laughs> mm, absolutely. And the first single we're going to be taking a listen to is called Crowned in Retaliation. Tom, please <coughs> do me a great favor and play this shit. Now, was that a spicy fucking meatball or what? I mean, as a guitarist, I wish to write that angrily. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, their frontman and guitar player, is um, quite the six-string slinger. Yeah, if man. you've ever watched any of his, uh, any of his videos, his yeah. demonstrations. Um, one of, absolutely one of my most uh, anticipated albums of the year. Uh, there are a couple of minor complaints about their EP that I feel have been corrected, especially with the single. First of all, the complete lack of audible bass mm-hmm. uh, in the EP was something that legitimately bothered me because I, all I could think of was like, well, not all, but one thing that kind of nagged me in the back of my mind was, you know, if I could actually hear the, the bass, if I could actually hear that tone in this, I feel like I would enjoy it even more. And I feel like they listened to me. And also one other thing that kind of, one little whinging, comp- well, not win- not little. It was kind of a one of the only major complaints I had about that EP was I felt like uh, some of the songs never really stopped to breathe at any point. It was such a full frontal, full bore assault that I was like, you know, there's there's nothing to in some of the tracks. There's like there's nothing to counterpoint this as much as I still love them, but. It can be exhausting. It can be exhausting, it is a bit. and I feel like with that they've cor- they've gone on a bit of a course correction here, which I very much appreciate, and that makes me look forward to this full length release even more than I was before. Uh, I would not be shocked to see this end up on my top ten of the year. I mean, I wasn't kidding a couple of weeks ago when I said that my top ten is already at uh, roughly about six. I yeah this as. Not looking forward to making cuts this year. Mm-mm. No, 
It's it's going to be exceedingly be difficult. Really hard. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of, hey, are you covering this? Please it is. cover this. Yeah. <laughs> so I have one more, and then I'm going to call it for my bring-ins. Uh, this is an album that is 100% going to be in my top 10, without a doubt. Uh, so Desecracy decided to drop a new album practically out of fucking nowhere. I didn't, like, they, they released the first single, I think, two weeks before they dropped the album and they gave no prior warning that they were writing it or making it. So this came out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, day instantly improved. So <laughs> we're going to take a listen to uh, one of the tracks off of the new Desecracy uh, album uh, towards Nebulae. The track is called sediments of blood. So prepare to get really low, really creepy and really just unpleasant. Tom. <laughs> That is the kind of shit you write when you make when you make deals with forces that are far darker than the devil. Every time this album is played, Lovecraft writes another story in his grave. Yeah. And if we were to open the casket, there will somehow mysteriously be hundreds of new pages of material. Yeah. So the just the 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 purveyors of the grotesque, the atmospheric, and the esoteric desecracy have blessed us or cursed us, depending on what you believe, with their new album, Towards Nebulae. It is available for purchase right now. You bet your balls I'm going to be buying a fucking physical of this. By the way, if anyone happens to have CD copies of Arches of, of, Arches of Entropy or the Doom Skeptron and is willing to part with them, hit me because they're getting impossible to find. That's it for my bring-ins. I made I may have only brought in two, but I made them count and also I want to get out of here and piss. Mm. Well, let's uh we got one more. Let's close this out uh on a note appropriate for this week's show. Let's yep. do it. So, like I said earlier, I uh we were yeah, we were super impressed by Kalanashi, so I brought yeah, in yeah, their yeah. their single from their their most recent album which once. i believe you bought didn't you yeah i picked up a cd and uh, phil got a vinyl yeah yeah all right let's check it out 
it I know what we had was imperfect But if it isn't fixed, don't break it Don't Broken window playing ball in the backyard Broken window and I got in a fight with you Broken window just to get in my own house The landlord locked me out The rent's passed due What is That particular line, what the fuck? Yeah. I worked 40 hours last week. This can't be right. Yeah, yes. The, since uh, the release that I brought in, I think I brought in one of their older releases, um, they've been hitting on a very, very, I mean, hardcore usually does it, but I mean, this dude is literally talking about the shit that pissed him off recently. Yeah. Like, very sincere, down the earth, and I love chaotic hardcore, so... And there's so many that I mean, I'm so glad you let that run for uh, as long as you did because there's this album takes turns constantly that you're just like, wait, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, I mean, that's a totally competent, uh, clean section. I mean, like you'd said before, I mean, had that been too long or uh, had something like that pop up too much in an album, it might not quite be for me. But the fact that they keep it so chaotic i mean they use it properly and when they do it's always cl- like broken window just to get in my own house and the landlord locked me out mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck yeah we've all been there so uh yeah i think uh i think that about does it for us oh did you get is there uh there's a band camp for that correct there is you can find that at kalnashi pa.bandcamp.com and you can spell that K-A-O-N-A-S-H-I. Yeah, so, I mean, from your old boy Sam, thanks for having me out again, fellas. It was oh, a good time, man. I mm-hmm. know, man. I had a fucking blast. Yeah. It, uh, I, I look forward to these in-studio appearances all fucking year long. Always fucking glad to be here. Yeah, man. And it's, uh, I mean, I explained it to you guys a little bit at the fest, but the it's been such a huge part of my life. Uh, and and having it grow to reach out to the people around me to the point where we're flying you out from fucking Oregon every year yep. uh, to be here, it, it, it really means the fucking world to me. Well, uh, well I mean, before I started doing this show, I had I didn't really have a whole lot to look forward to every day. And this show, this show has become a, a larger part of my life than I was expecting, frankly. Not not to say that I wasn't prepared, but it's just like I was not I was not quite aware of just how integral this show was going to be to my life and my happiness, frankly. So I mean it's what else is there to say other than I really I'm really hungry and I gotta piss. <laughs> <laughs> all right. From the pit dot com for all your from the pit needs. Uh download please. Five star us on iTunes. Yeah. Uh F Patreon.com slash from the pit if uh I got the name of the fucking website right, right? Yeah. F the pit dot com. F the pit. Yeah, patreon.com slash from the pit if you want some bonus material. Uh uh, if you want more in studio, Sam, you will get that uh, yeah. with the bonus yeah. material. Uh, so hop on that. 
We have uh, a we have a side stage coming out and pretty we've soon. Got, we've yeah. got quite the backlog of material there too, so there's a ton of shit to listen to. Yeah, when I when I get back to Oregon, I'm gonna be working on getting you guys a crypt episode that I'm actually pretty stoked about. So if you, you know if you want to hear more of these dulcet tones, you know where to go. If you stuck with <laughs> us through all of this, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect a lot in the upcoming weeks. We're we're gonna be trying to we got a lot of fucking interviews we want to get uh, lined up. Scheduled. It's, yeah. it's been difficult with everything going on with This Is Hardcore, but yeah. now we're we're back in it. Uh, so we're going to try to get as many of those as we can for you guys and uh, keep this fucking train rolling. Uh, fucking A. Thank you, everyone. Frank? Seems that we have arrived at our destination. <laughs> it is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>